Hello, Andres. Hello, Hugo. Hello, everyone, and welcome to watching the movies after dark. Yeah, we're whispering today. Whispering. Everyone's asleep. Yeah. This is going to be the norm for a while, I guess. <laughs> um, anyways, um, Andres, you used to uh, not like movies. Yeah. And then you did. And then I do. And then you didn't. And now you do again. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. Did you, did you watch Smile? Not yet. Everyone's watching Smile. I was going to today. And I woke up really late. Yeah, so we're showing you movies. We do director series. Uh, we did uh, uh, Sam Mendes. Now we're doing Alejandro. You know his name? This guy? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Naruto. Naruto. Yeah, I know. <laughs> Alejandro Gonzalez in Naruto. Yeah, I know the guy. Um, we did a Morris Peros. <laughs> Morris Peros. It's natural. Like when I'm, like it's just natural for me to say it like that. In a Spanish accent? No, yeah. Spanish accent. In a white accent. In a white accent. Yeah. Amores <laughs> Peros. Anyways, yeah, we did Amores Perros. You liked that, right? Amores Perros? Yeah, I liked it. Enough? I gave it a three and a half out of five, yeah. which is a pretty good review. Yeah. And now, we'll move... Oh, do you want to say the full title? Do you just want to say... I don't remember the full title. Okay. It's just, long. Just the first word then. All right, I got you. <laughs> uh, what movie are you watching today? Birdman. We had it all. You were a movie star, remember? Who was this guy? He used to be Birdman. I like that poster. You wrote this adaptation? I did, yeah. And you're directing and starring in your I, adaptation. That's yeah. ambitious. Are you afraid people will say you're doing this play to battle the impression that you're a washed-up comic strip character? Absolutely not. That's why 20 years ago I said no to Birdman. Bird Box. Or the uh, unexpected virtue of ignorance. Yeah, that's what it's called. Yeah. I don't think I knew that when I was in high school, but I definitely learned later on. Did that's the full title? Yeah, because I think when I was four, I, this came out when I was like 14, 15. And I don't think I knew what those words meant. <laughs> I must have at that age, right? No. No. I still don't know what they mean. I think I knew separately. I just didn't know what they meant together. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Interesting. Uh, yeah, so. Uh, oh, you know what? I forgot what I was going to do. Because we we were, we were, I was going to start it off by going like, this place smells like balls. That was going to be the, the opening <laughs> thing for this. <laughs> Anyways, um, so Birdman or the Unexpected Virtue of Ignorance is, of course, directed by... Naruto uh, himself. <laughs> and it's written by Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu, uh, Nicolas Chiacabon, Alexander Derelaris, Dinerelis Jr., Armando Bo. So there you go, that's four writers. A lot of writers, right? It's a lot of writers. Yeah. What the heck? Um, it stars Michael Keaton. You know that guy, right? Yeah. What do you do? I don't know. What's he famous for? I know his face. What's he famous for? Yeah. Does he have like a specific role? What is it? Are, do you really not know? What is it? Okay, well, well don't Google it. I'm, I'm looking him up. I misspelled it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just tell you then. Yeah, what's it's, his role? Uh, Batman. He was Batman. When? In the 80s. The Tim Burton movies. That's him? That's him. I didn't, I didn't know that. Maybe you didn't know that. I didn't know that. Why didn't you know that? Was I supposed to? Yeah. I don't know. He's famous. <laughs> I don't know. You know, bit of meta casting. Yeah, Bird. Bird Birdman. You know, he's a superhero. Batman. He's one of the first people to play a superhero. You know. That's what the whole movie's about. The whole movie's about, yeah. Yeah, yeah, all right. Uh, uh, Zach Galifianakis. He looks good in this. He looks real he good. He lost a lot of weight. Uh, before right before shooting this, yeah, I don't know if he shot, he did that for this movie, but he definitely like, yeah, 
Yeah, yeah. Definitely looks good. Slimmed yeah. down a little bit, you know. Yeah. Um, He's a very uh, handsome guy. Yeah, he has, he has a gorgeous head of hair. Yeah, um, and a beard. He said, when he was doing press for this movie, they were they were bringing up the weight loss, and then he said that in a red carpet interview. They asked him, "Oh, you lost all the weight," and he just goes, "Yeah, I'm dying." And then, <laughs> <laughs> and left at that no yeah. explanation. And the person just went, "Ha ha ha!" So anyway, <laughs> <laughs> um, Edward Norton, you know yeah. that guy, yeah, yeah, he was, he was, he he was. Like another another role, he's, yeah. he was the Hulk. He was the Hulk, yeah. Yeah, another superhero <laughs> connection, crazy. <laughs> and also a Nazi, huh? You know, you know, he was an American History X. Oh, yeah. yeah, I haven't seen it. Also, a bit of a meta casting because he was the Hulk. I hear you. And this movie's about <laughs> superheroes. Uh, because, um, because he himself is a really bad actor to work with. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> he's a, yeah, that's true. That's yeah. what I was thinking of while watching this. You've heard stories about it? Yeah, that's why he's not the Hulk, right? They, they, yeah, they yeah, took him off? Yeah, because he kept trying to control it. And they're yeah. like, this is too sensitive <laughs> for you to do this. Uh, yeah. So, there you go. That's crazy. Like, <laughs> this, this, did he know? Yeah, he must have known. And he was like, yeah, that's fine. I think the reputation is probably, he knows it's a little exaggerated. I think it, it's mostly just American History X and the Incredible Hulk where he's like, you know, an asshole. Uh, way, yeah. All right. And also, he's not an asshole to, like, directors he respects. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Like, it's not like he was going around telling Inyarito. He's not like he goes around telling Anderson, what's Anderson what to do, you know? All right. Yeah. Um, let's go. Amy Ryan. She's from um, The Office. Andrea Rizaboro. 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 She's the pregnant one? She, yeah, she's the pregnant one. All yeah. Right. yeah. How'd you guess that? I don't know. I guess the name. <laughs> just sounds Italian. <laughs> <laughs> she looks Italian. I don't know. She that name just fit her face. I guess I don't know. I'm gonna tell you. Emma Stone. Yeah. Yeah. Twenty four, five, ish. It's two years before La La Land. I think she was like twenty six in La La Land. Yeah, she looks the same. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 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 So, I mean, yeah, this wasn't that long ago, was it? What? what when did it come out? <laughs> it came out uh, seven years ago. Yeah, that's not that long, I guess. And Six, no, it came out eight years ago. Hmm. I guess, I guess between your twenties and your thirties, you don't look that much older. Oh, see, she hasn't had. Let's be honest, she hasn't had a stressful life. <laughs> fair, <laughs> fair. Um, uh, and Naomi Watts, as a blonde one. You know, have you seen her in anything else? I don't think so. Uh, Silent Hill. No, I haven't seen it. I'm kidding. No, she's not in that. It's just an actress that looks like her. Interesting. <laughs> haven't seen it though. Um, yeah. Um, it premiered on August 27, 2014, at the Venice Film Festival. Uh, so I was already a film buff, but I didn't know what a I don't know what a Venice was. I don't know. <laughs> I was like, what's Italy? You know? <laughs> I, I, haven't, I haven't gone to that part in my in your film in my history? geography class. Your film history class. <laughs> yeah. I hear you. Uh, it, and it released in the U.S. on October 17th, 2014. On um, a budget of $18 million, it grossed $101 million worldwide. All right. Yeah. Nice. Um, not a lot, a lot, but you know. Yeah, nice though. A lot, yeah. Yeah. 
ten times its budget. Yeah, it's a good, it's a good chunk of profit right yeah. there. That's what happens when you win Best Picture. Wait, what did I just say? What? Nothing. I didn't say that. That's crazy. You didn't know that. <laughs> um, on Rotten Tomatoes, it has a ninety-one percent and a seventy-eight percent audience score. All right. Yeah, you know, Amoris Perros had like a ninety percent audience score. So this came out like at a time when more people were aware of Rotten Tomatoes and they were putting up reviews. So. Interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is more. This is more. This is more of a general audience yeah, opinion. Yeah. This time for around. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um. Okay, so I don't usually mention the Globes when there's like enough Oscar nominations, but I wanted to get your opinion on this. All right. All right. At the seventy second Golden Globes, it was nominated for motion picture, musical, or comedy. Um. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Any thoughts on that? Um. <laughs> yeah, you know they they definitely don't make a lot of jokes. Yeah, they do. Nah. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah, they do. I I don't I don't know, man. I remember laughing. You know when I she, did laugh. Yeah. Oh but, really? But this isn't like a comedy, you know. It's a highbrow comedy. All right. You know when she comes in, she's like, "We share a vagina." <laughs> Let me tell you what I thought the first time I watched. I thought that meant they were brother and sister. <laughs> so the whole, the rest of the time, I'm like, what's going on? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Who talks like that? Who talks like that? That's a very is, good question. Is, dude. is that a real saying? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> it definitely sounds like, like a non-English speaker. <laughs> <laughs> sort of. I'm sure like maybe in Spanish, it's like, yeah. Yeah. It's like saying down there in Mexico. Um, at, at the Golden Globe, it was also nominated for director, actor in a musical comedy, uh, supporting actor, supporting actress, screenplay, and original score. And it won uh, actor in a musical comedy for Michael Keaton, obviously, and screenplay. Yeah, I mean, like, like I said, I I, I laughed. Yeah. But I don't, I don't. This doesn't feel like a comedy. It feels wrong it to call it a comedy. I think it does. You think so? I think it feels like a comedy. I don't know, man. Yeah. It's, it's too intense. Too much stuff <laughs> too that's, much that would... Uh, I expect comedies to be lighthearted and easygoing. Yeah. This is not that. Yeah. I yeah. mean, you know. Anyways. It, uh, it's pretty easygoing at times. Do you I know guess. Do you know what it lost to at the Golden Globes? The the, the big one? No. Uh, what came out that year? Take a guess. Take one guess and then I'll tell you the answer. 2014 was... Um, I'm, I have absolutely no idea. <laughs> I'm not even sure if I was alive at that time. Into the Woods. No, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. The Grand Budapest Hotel. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah. Um, at the 87th Academy Awards, it was nominated for Best Picture, Best Director, Best Actor, Best Supporting Actor. And can you guess who? Supporting? Mm-hmm. Actor. Actor? Male. Yeah. Male. Deck? No. Ed? Yeah. That makes more sense. Yeah. I should have said his first. <laughs> he's in it more. And he's, his role is... Flashier. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, supporting actress, can you guess who? Emma? Yeah. 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 yeah that sounds right. Poor Naomi Watts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, original screenplay, cinematography, sound editing and sound mixing. Any nominations you think are missing there? Did you say best picture? Yeah. You did? No. No. No, no film editing. Obviously, we talked about this from 1917. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's one take. There's no editing, as we all know. 
Not a single edit. Not a single cut. Crazy. <laughs> All then one, one take. Yeah, dude, yeah. that's wild. Uh, can you guess what it won? Picture. Yeah. It, it won everything actually. You know, yeah. that, you know, one picture. Yeah, <laughs> you know that for a fact. Yeah. Uh, and you knew that before, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah I yeah. downloaded this movie a long time ago yeah, because of that because fact. Of, yeah. I was like, yeah, I'll check out the best picture of that year. Yeah. And what else? Um, everything. Everything. It, it deserved it all. It deserved everything. Yeah. <laughs> So it probably won everything. I wonder what you thought about this movie. <laughs> uh, take a guess. Um, supporting actor? No. No? No. What were the options? Cinematography? Uh, director, actor, supporting actor, supporting actress, original screenplay, cinematography, sound editing, sound mixing. Cinematography, mm-hmm. mixing. No. No? No. Remember Whiplash? That was that year too? Yeah. Okay, cool. Makes sense. Yeah. Does it make sense? Yeah, I guess so. With Lashes more. Yeah. <laughs> more yeah. music. Right. It's right. music. Yeah. Um, director? Yeah. Uh, am I missing any? Yeah. What am I missing? Did you say cinematography? Yeah. Okay. You're missing one. Actress? No. I don't know. What was the other option? Original screenplay. Screenplay. Yeah. Yeah, of course. That would make sense too. Yeah. Um, why 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 not actor? Uh, Ed actor, supporting actor? Yeah. Um who he, he oh, JK it. Simmons. Whiplash. Yeah. 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 Whiplash. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, that, uh, yeah, that makes sense. Uh, uh, uh just quick fun facts about these award shows. So at the Golden Globes, Tina Fey and Amy Poehler hosted. And uh they were play- they they were making jokes, right? And they're like uh they were like, Who'd you rather with a bunch of different celebrities? And then they go, uh, who'd you rather um, Alejandro, uh, Tina faces Alejandro, <laughs> Gonzalez and Naruto, or Richard Linklater, and then Amy Poehler said uh, Alejandro because it'll be one take, you know, something something, <laughs> and then uh, Tina faces Linklater, you know, uh, five minutes once a year or something. <laughs> I have no idea what this Alejandro guy looks like. I haven't looked him up. Uh, uh, out of the three. He's uh, the most attractive? I mean, that's what they say. All right. That's what the uh, Guillermo and Alfonso say, that he's more attractive. And my mom, I showed pictures of my mom to everyone. And then with him, she was like, well, he looks interesting. Interesting. All yeah. Right. <laughs> uh, well, yeah. I don't know. Like, I said, so you think he's handsome? Mm, he looks interesting. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's not a bad thing. No. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so Michael Keaton won golden globe right and then he won the sag award and they were like yeah maybe he wins actor you know and then um he lost he lost to uh, eddie redmayne in the theory of everything uh playing stephen hawking you know because he's in that chair you know he's like what yeah <laughs> and it was amazing acting or <laughs> yeah. what and people they love that you know they love biopics and they love uh physical acting that sounds kind of boring though i thought i thought stephen hawking can't really do much he used to be a man. <laughs> <laughs> he used to like be able to walk and stuff, you know? And then and then slowly he would be like but Eddie Redmayne's in the chair like all like con- conjoined, you know. For the for the whole movie? For the rest of the movie, yeah. For the rest of the movie. So there's a yeah. part in the movie where he's not like that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, it's I think I most of, it's a it's a love story. It's like the main focus is him and his uh, and first wife. And falling in love with with his first wife. With physics and stuff, I hear you. There's some of that. But not really. <laughs> They're right. like he, they say he's a genius, 
and there's like a scene where uh the professor gave like the students like five impossible problems or 20 impossible problems or something and he solved and five all the students couldn't they like maybe did one and then Stephen Hawking was like running late and he like did it all on a napkin he's like I could only do 19 <laughs> <laughs> nice it's like an okay movie um didn't sound fun <laughs> <laughs> very bad if, if you explain Birdman to me the way you explained that one, I would probably said that one doesn't sound fun either. No. So. <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways, so they announced Eddie Redmayne and then Michael Keaton, he has a little envelope and then he puts it back in his, in his suit. Oh. Let's <laughs> <laughs> what else they have written here. Oh, yeah. Uh, when it was announced that it won Best Picture, it was Sean Penn. And Sean Penn, before he announced it, he was like, who gave this son of a bitch his green card? <laughs> and then he got a lot of he got in trouble <laughs> got in trouble for that cool they're friends so it's okay yeah dude he's allowed to say it. he has a friend yeah he has a friend <laughs> <laughs> yeah anyways um, so I know you've heard about this yeah when was the first time you've heard about it yeah I don't know I, I heard about this movie when I got into movies yeah 2016 then. yeah because I was, I, was I, rem- I remember looking at Best Picture yeah. nominees, not nominees, winners, winners specifically. Yeah. That's that's why I downloaded this movie. Yeah. I remember you talking about that, and then you wanted to watch Spotlight, and I was like, Spotlight's kind of okay. You said it was boring specifically, and yeah. then I was like, oh, I guess I won't watch it. <laughs> and then that kind of threw everything off, and then yeah. I stopped. I I think I, I I know that. Like I realized that. <laughs> I realized that threw you off. <laughs> yeah, because I was like, Best Picture, it's gonna be amazing. And then when you said it's boring, I was like, oh, I guess Best Picture doesn't matter. Why even bother with the rest? <laughs> I don't think Spotlight. I actually ever watched Spotlight since then. Um, Did you like it a little it's, more? It's fine. I mean, <laughs> it's not boring. I wouldn't say it's boring, but it is. Um, it's fine. It's fine. <laughs> I still have Spotlight downloaded. Maybe yeah, I'll watch it one day. You should watch it before we watch The Revenant so you can have some comparisons. Was was that the same year? Yeah. Okay. Okay. That'd be an interesting episode. Yeah, that'd be fun. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so what were your expectations going into this? Um, so you had told me before about the whole one-shot thing, and yeah. you showed me parts of the movie, so I was expecting it to look real cool. Um, you, you've talked about this movie very highly before, yeah. so I was expecting it to be a real neat, yeah. real neat, very artsy, very, uh, very good-looking movie. Yeah. And yeah, I got, I got all that. You got all that. <laughs> it's very it's a very cool movie it's very yeah it's a very pretty looking movie very pretty looking movie i was expecting all those colors and stuff being mm-hmm. used all the lighting mm-hmm. it was real nice yeah i like that a lot yeah let me tell you when i at my high school graduation that was the first time i was ever like on a stage and you're like wow this looks like birdman <laughs> i was like this, this lighting is like birdman so let me tell you something when they're in the back of the stage and stuff and all, and all the lighting is down and stuff yeah i was like whoa this looks a lot like when I was doing theater in high school. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> Even though back then I went to very poor high school and, and it didn't look that nice. No. But it captured a pretty yeah, similar like feeling. The, the lights. Yeah. Yeah. yeah something about the lighting and, and the stage. It was nice. It was nice having that feeling again. Gave me a warm, fuzzy feeling watching this. Nostalgia? Yeah. Yeah. Simpler time. Back when I had hopes and dreams. <laughs> back when you had your whole life ahead of you. <laughs> um... Yeah, 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 yeah. So, what you like about it? Um, this movie's pretty sick, dude. 
It's a cool concept. I like that a lot. I like the story. I like the actors a lot. I love the, all the interactions everyone has yeah. with each other. It's pretty good. I like that. Yeah. Um, so I watched this uh, after the Oscars because that's, that's how things, you know, we've talked about it before. Things are really slow to get onto home media. Yeah. Yeah. So like this probably came into like May of 2015 is like when I saw it probably. Um and well i remember this is the second oscars i ever watched i remember going to school after the oscars happened and my friends were talking about it because they had watched at least some of it and they were like did you know did you did you had you heard about any of those movies i I never (laughs) heard of birdman is yeah is it a superhero movie (laughs) i don't know i think they were just they were shocked at how they didn't know like because they like, I, I assume they watch like the MTV Movie Awards, and they're like familiar with almost all of them, and they watch this and they're like, none of these movies yeah, make sense. No, like what? Are you, what even <laughs> is? Uh, even though like American Sniper was like a huge hit, we were like teenagers, you know, and they they weren't gonna be like into that. Yeah, but I did have a different group of friends, and they love military stuff, and they were raving about American Sniper. And how it show in Best Picture? Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> oh, speaking of which, this is uh, uh, the morning after Fox News was like, wait, did an American sniper win? <laughs> <laughs> Why did they give it to a Mexican? I guess they hate America, you know? That's what they said, by the way. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Seems very in line with them. Yeah. They were never great, guys. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. Um. Anyways, yeah. Uh, at the time, people really loved this movie. Um, and I was like, yeah, you know, I don't. I, I always think back and I'm like, did I have any opinions of my own at the time? Or was I just following the trends? So there's a movie poster that has the Birdman costume, right? Yeah. Was there people who were expecting a superhero movie with this? Nah, I nah. doubt it. The, the advertising was not. Was it, did it make it very clear? It made it very clear. Okay. Yeah. I feel like it'd be, it would have been great if people <laughs> walked in. Hoping for a superhero movie like and they, they got just, this instead. They just show that one CGI scene as the marketing. <laughs> and then they go, go that would have been sick. They should have done that. <laughs> that should have been the first trailer that dropped. <laughs> it's F cinema score. <laughs> um, yeah, so I really liked it. I, uh, I watched it with my mom. And my mom hated it. She's like, I don't understand what's going on. <laughs> She's just like, this doesn't make any sense to me. This is all weird. Um, Anyway, so people loved it at the time, right? Right. It was like the critical consensus of like, this is a great movie. There's a lot of people going like, you know, quick red letter media said, boyhood is bad and this is good. So there was like, that was like, that became a common thing. Like 12 years. What is that? What is this? What a waste. Uh, and there was this uh, reviewer, his name's Scott Tobias. He um, was one of the original writers for the AV Club. And he wrote the, a review for this movie, and it got him into a lot of trouble at the time. You want me? To, I'm gonna read a little bit. Right here. All right. He thought it was just okay. He's the first sentence. Alejandro Gonzalez Iñárritu is a pretentious fraud, but it's taken some time to understand the precise nature of his fraudulence. For a while, it seemed like his, uh, like much of the blame could be shifted to his former screenwriting partner Guillermo Riega, with whom he made a triptych of everything is connected dramas that used violence as an organizing theme. 
the collaboration which started with the exhilarating Amoris Perus diminished into didactic shticht by the time they got through 21 grams in Babel. But Ariaga went to the uh, well a fourth time on his own with the burning plane. His laughable debut feature, so perhaps it was Inyarita screenwriter who's holding him back. Then Inyarita made beautiful, a 150-minute pile-up of tragedy and transcendence that's straying out the chronology, but was no less oppressive and self-serious. It helped clarify why Inyarita, for all his technical bravado, is such a terrible filmmaker. He is incapable of modulation. He deals in intensity and conflict and grand poetic flourishes. He's a goddamn artist. Let's see if I can skip here. I don't know, man. Just that alone is already like what you you, you like. You've you've had these points of why he's amazing. What what makes him bad? <laughs> You're just talking about how good he is. What's going on? Uh, because you love the you love intensity and you love poetic flourishes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why is he saying it like it's all bad stuff? What's going on? You know, um, and that became that was a very controversial review at the time, and there was a lot of people like fuck you, and then he got blacklisted. He couldn't write reviews for other publications. <laughs> Interesting. Uh, but now. He's back. He's back, baby. And <laughs> no. people are starting to realize maybe he had a point. Well, it's it's now it's on film Twitter. It's very it's a very celebrated review. Interesting. Now and it's like wow, he saw especially now that like Barda came out and it got bad reviews. They're like, man, this guy. He this, knew. From he the knew. Start. He knew from the start. No. <laughs> Fuck this guy. <laughs> Fuck this guy. But but one thing I was thinking about as I was watching this movie was how during the last one you're talking about how people didn't like how he was just making sad movies. Yeah. And then you specifically said like this was around when he started shifting a different direction. Yeah, yeah. This is still a sad movie though. Eh, but I mean, it's not a. Uh, it's not the sad in the same sense, I guess. Yeah, it's not morose. Who? <laughs> a morosa. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's not like uh, it, well, there's an intensity to it, so it's not like what the other movie. Like be- I saw Beautiful, and it's like kind of like uh, the whole thing's just a a downer yeah there's no comedy in that let me tell you there's no laughing in that movie. All right, all right. <laughs> yeah what do you think about that review else i mean i i don't know man i like i like this guy so <laughs> so this guy pointing yeah. out these things and, and putting them as a bad thing yeah and they're like what i like about him so far yeah it's kind of like intensity yeah you love that yeah and so what was your favorite scene you know, man, it's really hard to pick because there's a bunch of stuff I like. Because it's just one scene, right? Yeah, there's no, there's no cuts. <laughs> where, where do the scenes stop? Yeah, I can't see any of them. <laughs> did you, did you see any of the cuts, by the way? So if you didn't tell me the thing about with the, where the camera zooms into the back mm-hmm. to try to trick you, I don't think I would have been paying attention to it when it was those things were happening. But, but since you told me about that, whenever <laughs> it was happening, I was like, oh, hey, that's what Ugo was talking about the other time. But even, even with knowing that, they still, they're still really smooth. Yeah, uh, I wouldn't say they're as. Would you say this was who who did it better? Um, nineteen seventeen. Yeah, yeah, for sure, for sure. But this is still really smooth and <laughs> yeah. it's great. I really liked watching it. I mean, it was a very fun watch. Fun. Yeah. In that in that aspect. Yeah. That alone, just the way the camera. Yeah. Never cut. Because it landed. Uh, what did it add? What did it add? With that? No, yeah. it's just flashy, man. I don't know. <laughs> Is that to the intensity, I guess? As the intensity makes you makes you feel like you're there as all this is happening mm. in a much more realistic sense. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like 1917, right? Yeah. When, I, when there's not cuts like that, it does feel like... it, Like, when you're coming from scene to scene, it's a reminder that, hey, I'm watching a movie, you know? Mm-hmm. This, it, it makes it feel like... In 1917, I said how it kind of feels like realistic, like more of a documentary type thing. Yeah. Like, it's all actually happening in real time. Yeah. This one, it's not all happening in real time, because even though the camera's not moving, like, time is moving forward and stuff. Mm-hmm. Which is cool. It was. It's. It's cool though. I like that. Yeah. It's very unique. Do you, do you have a favorite scene? Though? Yeah. So I have like three that I really like that I yeah. want to talk about. Which? Uh... And I don't know which one's my favorite though. I'm gonna talk about them in the order they come out in. All right. The first one is when his daughter's telling him, like, you're doing all this because you wish you mattered, yeah. but you gotta realize that you're not important. And it's like, damn, girl. <laughs> You that was so harsh. You're doing this because you, you're you're scared to death like the rest of us that you don't matter. Yeah. Guess what? You don't. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, was she doing that? Because she has this uh, pent up anger towards him, or yeah. is this just an actual thing she's coming from? Where she, you know, she was in rehab. She herself's yeah. got her own struggles. Maybe she has that same feeling. She's talking about that exercise. Shh. Not yet. Okay. That's another of my favorite scenes. <laughs> we'll right. talk about that one in a little bit. <laughs> All right. And then he he doesn't really reply to her. He just lets it happen. She walks away and he starts smoking her weed. Yeah. <laughs> not enough to like have an effect on him. He he takes like two hits. Yeah. If you're brand new. <laughs> no. That was a hit. Nah. I don't know. <laughs> he just burns his fingers right away. Yeah. He licks him. So I like that. I really like the that speech she gives him. And then the second one is when she's doing the lines on the toilet paper. Yeah. No. Um. My uh, when I was in rehab, they made us do this. Really? What is it? It's um. These dashes represent the six billion years that the Earth has been around, oh. and so each dash represents a thousand years. And um, this is how long humans have been here. One hundred and fifty thousand years. I think they're trying to remind us that that's all our ego and self-obsession. Are and how. How little it matters. Not yeah. matters, but like how small. How small we are. Yeah. That was really cool. And then how he just wipes his face with it. <laughs> and yeah. that was a fun little line, like how you just wiped all of humanity. Yeah. It was it was cute. Is that a metaphor? Yeah. That's a metaphor. It's it's your ego death, you know? Yeah. Cause, Cause that's the whole point of the activity is showing how how insignificant we are. Not necessarily insignificant, but mm-hmm. how insignificant some of these other things you you put so much pressure on yeah yeah how how at the end the great the great scheme of it don't worry about it. yeah we're all gonna uh, die yeah yeah but in the positive note you know <laughs> it's not like eh, yeah eh. it's like this nihilism you know nihilism yeah you know rick and morty yeah, yeah. love rick and morty <laughs> it's like a it's like a okay. nihilism. <laughs> it's like a it's like nihilism but like a positive nihilism yeah, yeah. Where it's like nothing matters and that's why you know don't it's like down. yeah, like nothing matters. Let go of your anxieties. Yeah. It's not like nothing matters. We gotta freak like kill out. Yourself. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's 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 a very positive point of view in that. Yeah. That uh, was the third one. The third one, I think it happens after one of these. I don't remember which one though. And it's as they had finished that conversation and he's walking away, he's walking through the 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 theater uh-huh. and then the lights get really pretty. And it's when he sees that girl talking about how it's part of the actual play where she's talking about how she was pregnant, but she didn't want to yeah, tell him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I didn't know that part was actually part of the play. I thought that was her like thoughts. Yeah. Cause that was, that's the first time we see that scene and then we see it again. And that's when it's like, Oh, it's actually part of the play. Yeah, yeah. At first I thought that was just 
like maybe that was her way of not her way of letting him know but she was letting him know and this was the way he was seeing it because you uh, know like things there yeah. are times where things are happening in his head and they're not actually yeah well maybe they are actually well, happening. Are happening? Yeah, yeah yeah like that's part of the movie right <laughs> we're not supposed to like fully know yeah so i thought that was just part of going on in his head that he he turned this this hard conversation into a into a play yeah but that part is just really pretty because the lights are all like red and blue and then when he gets to her it's all purple and then they got the deer dancing around <laughs> yeah the dream sequence yeah it's really cool it's really cool that scene just because how pretty it is is why it's my favorite all right all right that's pretty good from all three probably the toilet paper is number one i think what was your favorite scene I'll tell you, and it's a scene that's always stuck with me. And when I was when I first watched it, I, I'd always repeat it, like you know, I'd act it out. You know, it's when um, he's walking down the street, like he just woke up from getting drunk, and he's walking yeah. down the street, and a guy behind him is Birdman, uh, who's a stunt double, and then he goes, uh, "Fuck it, we'll make a comeback. They're waiting for something huge. We'll give it to them." Shape off that pathetic goatee. Get some surgery. Sixty's the new thirty, motherfucker. You were the original, man. You paved the way for all these other little clowns. Give the people what they want. Some good old-fashioned apocalyptic porn. Birdman, the phoenix rises. Pimple-faced gamers creeping in their pants. A billion worldwide, guaranteed. You were larger than life, man. You save people from their boring, miserable lives. You make them jump, laugh, shit their pants. All you have... Pimple-faced gamers screaming in their pants. <laughs> uh, they're talking about us. That's us. Oh, my God. That's the flash. <laughs> that's the flash that's coming out. Everyone's going to come. <laughs> Billion dollars worldwide, guaranteed. This is the line I always repeat. And the next time you screech, it looks blowed into millions of eardrums. <laughs> and then he screeches and it sounds weird. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that was good. Uh, I never heard myself, you know, do this. <clears throat> like, like it's I've all in it. your head. No, 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 yeah, it's all. It's always been in my head. Like I've never recorded myself saying. Yeah, yeah. Because I used to do the saw voice. You know, the soft voice. <laughs> yeah. You want to play game? <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyways. Yeah. It's, it's satire right there. <laughs> I don't know if you know that. What? You're telling me this movie doesn't like superheroes? No. Did you get what? that? Yeah, dude. The, the, this whole movie is saying what <laughs> I've been saying this whole time. <laughs> the MCU sucks. They're not real cinema. Yeah, like, DC movies are good, though. <laughs> That's, what it's, saying. That's what it's saying. You know, DC uh, fans, they always take Martin Scorsese's comments. You'll be like, see, Marvel movies aren't cinema. And then Martin Scorsese, they, he said this like at the time, too. He's like, I don't know what Marvel is. I don't know DC. That's, they're all the same to me. <laughs> <laughs> so DC fans are like, yeah, he said Marvel is not real movies. Yeah, but DC. <laughs> that's real that's, that's what matters. Yeah. Um, where's it going with them? Oh, yeah. Because, yeah. Because there's this thing saying... Superhero movies are dumb. Um, you know, they love this stuff. They don't want this talky, depressing, <laughs> philosophical stuff. Yeah. Um, and they asked them at the time, Alejandro Gonzalez, he already too. They're like, hey, you know. You Do you hate superheroes? Yeah. He's all like, I think uh, superhero movies are cultural genocide. That's what he said. Interesting. Yeah. 
And then Robert Downey, they asked Robert Downey Jr. when he was promoting um, Avengers Two, Age of Ultron. Yeah. And they asked him, "Hey, uh, you know, it's this guy who just won the Oscar. He says uh, this, and he goes, you know, um, he's a, I respect the hell out of him, and just the fact that as a as a Spanish speaker, he's able to put the words cultural genocide together, just speaks to his brilliance." Damn. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Cancelled Yeah <laughs> Racist Cancelled For sure yeah <laughs> Yeah I, th- I told my mom that And then she's like I don't care <laughs> <laughs> I don't care he's a good looking guy He can say yeah, whatever he exactly wants what she said. <laughs> <laughs> Like I got I got that this movie was saying That those aren't real movies But I, I, I didn't think it was that much of a hatred yeah, it's pretty bad. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I'd say the the movie feels that way, you know. I mean, yeah, it's it's saying like they're not they're not real art. Yeah, Th- but that's different from saying like <laughs> cultural genocide, you know. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> like that that's two. I feel like that's two very different statements. Once once way more extreme. <laughs> you can say superhero movies aren't art. That's fine. But they're they're not cultural genocide. Is what you're saying? <laughs> you know, he might he might have a point. <laughs> yeah, I mean, just look at it. Look at look at everything. Forget everything post Avengers Endgame. It did Maybe. ruin life, I hear yeah. you. It's trash. <laughs> uh, do you just want to break it down? Yeah. Yeah. Let's go right into it. Writing. Um The so the, the, the big thing for me is the dialogue. Mm. It's sick. I love the way everyone interacts. It doesn't necessarily feel realistic at times. A lot of times it a lot it's weird because some of them. Some of the characters are very grounded, very realistic, and some of them kind of go wild sometimes. Yeah, it's theater actors, you know. <laughs> yeah, maybe that's just maybe that's realistic. Yeah, that's yeah. just how theater ki- kids are. And they these are professional theater kids. Yeah, like theater kids, but like if they had talent, you know. Theater kids if they grew up. <laughs> Dialogue sick. It's great. Love it a lot. Yeah. Story premise sick. Like it a lot. Yeah, I like the idea of this guy, who used to be a famous superhero actor. And now he's trying to break out into the the fine arts. Yeah, I like it. I like it a lot. I think. Um, what do you think the themes are? Um, it's about how superhero movies aren't real art. <laughs> <laughs> Anything else? You know, um, it's about how do I phrase this? Not necessarily washed up, but it's about how thinking, not thinking. It's it's realizing that maybe you're not what you thought you were, you know? You have these high expectations that you can do all these great things in life. Mm. And maybe... That's not true. Not, not necessarily that. Maybe like all these great things... How do I phrase this? Because the it's way I'm saying dream. it, it's kind of depressing. A pipe and dream? I don't think this movie is necessarily depressing. A pipe dream? Maybe. Delusional? A, l- a little bit, but he still does it, you know? Yeah. Pays off. But I do think the movie's setting up that that he's not as great as he thought originally. Yeah. Well, he has his doubts always, you know? Yeah, yeah. That Birdman voice in his head. Saying he's not a good actor. Or maybe it's to push away the doubts. Because at the end of the day, he did it, you know? Yeah. He shot himself in the face. He shot himself in the nose, man. Got a brand new nose. Looked real good. It was all crooked and stuff. <laughs> Uh, what do you think about the magical realism parts of it? Um, I think they're cool, but I'm also like, 
know. I'm 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 a believer that's in his head, you know. You think it's in his head? That's that's the that's the one I'm going with. What do you think it would mean if it was in his head? What would it mean? Yeah. I don't know, man. He's a dreamer. That uh, jump, man. I don't know what to think of it. Uh, the the ending jump. Yeah. Yeah. Do you think Do you think he's dead? Yeah, I think so. Like she, I said, she I looks think up. He does, she does. She does. She yeah. looks up. She does, and she smiles. Because now she's gonna jump next. <laughs> she's, she's just looking up at God, asking for permission. You know. Um. Uh. I. I. I know. I vaguely remember something about like that's his true self, and now she's finally seeing his true self or something like that. What does that mean? What's yeah. his true self? He. He did jump. Nah, he did jump. He did fly. Yeah. What that? Yeah. What does that mean? Uh, like. It'd be like it, like his best version of himself. Like, so that means he 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 did fly in that specific situation well, that that person's talking about. It's um, no, no. He he didn't. He did jump though. He, but he didn't. It doesn't matter. I think that's the. It doesn't matter if he jumped or not. She's finally. <laughs> I think I don't know, man. I don't know what to take up of that explanation. I don't like it. <laughs> like I get that it's open ended. We don't know if he, yeah, or not, yeah. And that, that part doesn't matter. Sure, sure, whatever. But if you're gonna give me an explanation that she's seen his true self, I feel like you also have to give me an explanation of did he jump? Not sorry, did he jump? Did he fly? He, yeah. Like what happened then? Why is she see his true self? Like what does that mean? What's going on? What changed? Because he's. He he didn't change necessarily for her throughout the movie, you know. Like, why? What What do you mean? She's seeing his true self. What does that mean? I feel like there's no reason for the daughter to necessarily be like, "Oh, okay, now I finally love you." That's <laughs> sorry. That she doesn't say well, she she doesn't dislike him. She says he she was a fine, he was a fine father. Well, not that uh, <clears throat> not that it's the main focus of it, but like throughout the movie. Like the relationship changes, right? Yeah. So like she starts off being like racist. No, remember because she's in that flower shop and she's like, "This all smells like fucking kimchi." <laughs> 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 all right, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then like slowly, like they start being nicer to each other. And then she brings the the right flowers at the end. Yeah, and yeah. then you can't smell them. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah. So it was just the quality of time she needed? Maybe, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. I feel like like that's that's still not enough. He wasn't very present during the play for her, you yeah, know? Yeah. I don't know. If that if that if that's the 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 solution to the jump, I'm not satisfied personally. Mm. What about the other jump, the first jump? The first jump is um I think it's just part of showing his we're seeing things through his reality and that's why he has superpowers and stuff, you know, like, it, yeah, like I, I just took it as, as him being a bit of a dreamer. Uh, yeah. Cause he's there. Well, he's in his own mind, right? Cause yeah. he goes, uh, he's, he's standing on the edge and then that woman goes, Hey, is this real? Or is this a film? And he goes, a film. <laughs> yeah. And, and guess what? It was, it is a film. Wow. I don't know if you know that. Really? Yeah. It's crazy. That's very uh, a French New Wave. It's <laughs> very crazy. Yeah, I think at the time I thought that was just a real woman. Obviously, <laughs> now I know that's not the case. <laughs> but uh, at the time, I think 
when me and my mom were watching it, my mom goes, "Is that what's going? Is that on? real? Is that real? <laughs> they let Real that people in. actually scared? They let that in." <laughs> <laughs> and then he goes, "Music." Ta-da. But then, but then you know he flies to the theater, and then the taxi driver is like, "Hey, you forgot to pay me." Yeah. So you know, it's just it's it's his reality we're watching. Yeah, we're not watching what's actually happening. Yeah. Or. Or he actually has powers, and that taxi guy just dropped off some other guy, and it was just a coincidence that this <laughs> happened at the same time. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. And I mean, he's like he when he's flying, he's flying over the taxi. I don't know if you notice it. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you see the taxi. Yeah. yeah. And then when he's like messing up that room with his powers, and then like Zachalfanakis comes in, and, and he's just throwing he's things just around. Throwing, yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Oh, you're talking about dialogue. You know what I wanted to bring you up? Yeah. When they're walking down the street, and then he's all like, "I'm going to get you a coffee," and then he's all like, um, "They have coffee here," and then they get drinks. <laughs> that was good. Yeah. And, and then he's also like, uh, "When you fuck off back to that cultural genocide," he says, "Cultural genocide." Interesting. Uh, I'm going to be up in that stage. Bearing my soul, earning my living. You know? Yeah, yeah. That's great dialogue. Oh, hey, you know what? Another scene with really good dialogue that I really liked that I forgot to talk about that was also a potential favorite scene is when he goes up to the the, the lady. Where is she? She writes reviews. The review oh, yeah, lady. The critic. The, the critic. That's the word. Yeah. When he goes up to her, brings her the drink, and then they start arguing with each other. That's another real good scene. I love the way they talk to each other. That was awesome. By the way, is another reason critics... Critics at the time didn't mind that, I guess. But uh, critics now hate this movie because of... Because of the way it talks down to critics? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's just like, these are just labels. You're just labeling <laughs> stuff. You don't know what it's like to be an artist up there, risking everything. What do you do? Yeah. Critics get annoyed at that. Because it's fair. <laughs> why try to make enemies dude calm down <laughs> so you think he had his, has a point then um you know i think i think he's just laying out a feeling that i'm sure most people who make art feel yeah everyone I mean, has is. negative feelings well not everyone everyone who makes art probably has felt that way at one point or another about critics um, yeah but i think a lot of people are tired of that tired of of that sentiment yeah of that like artists are burying their souls and a lot of critics are like get over yourself that's fair but you know i don't know man i feel like creating something and putting it out to the world to be criticized is a scary thing let's i'll, I'll say this i think um someone that well okay agi did this because uh, babel and beautiful got mixed reviews that, that was he's very, like fuck you guys yeah, you guys don't very, know what you guys are talking about you guys personal. don't know art very personal to him yeah 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 uh, I remember um, some critic wrote a review and it was like attacking quote unquote attacking the filmmaker and then the filmmaker was like you hurt my feelings and then uh, the critic was like I'm sorry <laughs> <laughs> and I don't, like if you if you like follow film critics on twitter like a lot of them are they like to suck up to filmmakers too yeah there's like yeah. A, there's like a sort of co um you know what i mean co-relationship yeah. yeah that they have now 
they both just stroke each other off. Yeah, they, they're kind of, um, there's no bite to in either direction. Like, I respect AGI for being like, fuck you guys. <laughs> yeah, for sure. <laughs> like, I get, I get, I get, I get that people want to be polite to each other. They don't want to hurt each other's feelings. Yeah. But we do need people who are going to criticize things and not, not, worry. not, not worry about the artist's feelings. Yeah. We need, we need just, if something's trash, you yeah. as a critic should let the world know because mm-hmm. that's that's your job i think twitter probably um fucked ruined it that. yeah because like these people are in the same circles and like they talk to each other and and now they're friends and they don't want to talk trash about that. their yeah, friends yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. it's very hard but no i think i think artists should be allowed to call out critics for not doing anything and critics should call out artists for making trash <laughs> and not care about their feelings it's that's, that's it's the a, best relationship yeah yeah artists and critics probably shouldn't be friends you know you yeah. guys you guys have different that's, jobs that's a that's a conflict of interest it, yes that's yeah yeah exactly yeah you think this is pretentious no maybe i don't know it's hard to say <laughs> what is what does pretentious even mean man it's like it's it's bringing significance to something that doesn't have it no not in that term i don't think it's pretentious but i feel like this is something pretentious people would would love and stroke their dicks off to you know so is that pretentious <laughs> acting just get back on track <laughs> acting what was your favorite performance yeah yeah um ed norton's like probably the standout really i think so what does he do he's just crazy <laughs> he's just a wild man <laughs> he, he just freaks like, out yeah he's like first my gin <laughs> why'd you place it with water did you are you fucking can you just <laughs> start smashing <laughs> he's good he's good He's um he's definitely the the wilder role, so that's why I say he stands out. Yeah. Yeah, I mean he gets into fist fights and stuff. Right? Yeah, yeah. Not fist fights. <laughs> well, they wrestle. He they got wrestle. punched in the face once. That's funny. Huh? There was there was some fist. That was a great scene too, though. When they wrestle. Nah, before too, when Michael Keaton's are like, my father was a mean drunk and <laughs> that was really good. I like that scene. <laughs> uh, this yeah. this movie had a lot of scenes. That could have picked that to be my favorite scene. Yeah. So it's a lot of stuff going on. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He fucks his daughter. Yeah, man. Does he? On stage. Because he can only perform on stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, man. And then and then that scene when he was like, let's do it right here, right now. Yeah, he's hard on stage. And Michael King goes, that massive, whatever. And he goes, you think it was massive? You thought it was massive. <laughs> <laughs> That seems also fun. Yeah. That was a laugh too, because he walks in and he looks down that he's actually hard, and he like pauses for a second, like he stops his lines. That was fun. Um, Ned Norton is fit as hell, isn't he? he? Yeah, yeah. Got that six pack. Even for an old man. How old is he? And this, he's probably like forty. Yeah. Now he's like fifty. Yeah. And this one, he's already looking old though. Yeah, but I mean, he still got. He still, he still got, got the body. He still got it. You know what I mean? I don't like his hair. <laughs> That's just a personal opinion. Because it's thin? Because <laughs> it's thinning out a little bit? No, just the, the style he had it. I'm not a fan. You know, let me tell you. I didn't know Michael Keaton was bald when I first watched this. Yeah. Yeah, me either. <laughs> I was pretty surprised when he took off, took off his hair. Yeah. No, I mean, like, even when he took that off. I Because at that age, I think when you're a teenager, you don't really notice. Like, if someone's hairline is, like, all the way up and it's really thin, you just go, that's 
That's just hair. That's just the hair. <laughs> she's thinking about Naomi Watts. She's good. You know, she starts making out with the other girl. Yeah. Um Black that Swan. that threw me off. Wait, I was I was expecting that. Did you get flashbacks to Black Swan? No. <laughs> Uh, yeah, that is pretty weird. It's pretty out of nowhere. Yeah, pretty out of nowhere. I was not expecting it whatsoever. What do you think that meant? Um, um, I don't know, man. These these girls just comforting each other, you know? Yeah, they're yeah. actresses. They're needy, and they they want <laughs> approval from anyone. Is that is that what you're, what's? Or are you making a joke right no, now? That's okay, it. okay. Because you know, because before they're like, oh, I can't believe I I'm so pathetic. I need like. Appraisal from people and then they start kissing each yeah, other. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And then Norton comes in and he's like, all right, all right, let's be fucking adults about it. And then she just jumps <laughs> the hair, the hair dryer. That was good. And he just goes, right, you're not ready. You're not ready. <laughs> <laughs> See, this is comedy. Yeah, you know, it's got a lot of jokes and I did laugh a good amount. <laughs> but it feels, it feels really dark to be a comedy. I mean, there's dark comedies. I yeah. don't know, man. I don't know. I have a hard time labeling this as a comedy. Yeah. So if you if you had to choose J.K. Simmons or Edward Norton, that's a hard one. I think probably Simmons. Yeah, because you know, he slapped Miles Teller for real, you know. Yeah, you that got, was good. That's <laughs> acting right there. Right. When you do it for real, that's how you know you're acting. Poor Miles Teller. <laughs> Who else? Emma Stone. Emma Stone's good. I mean, we didn't really talk about Michael Keaton's acting. We'll get to it. We'll get to it. Yeah. Right. He he he's amazing, of course. <laughs> yeah. Emma Stone. Emma Stone's good. I like her a lot. She's yeah. she's in two of my yeah. favorite scenes. Yeah, and she she's she kills it in both of them. I love I I I loved her in this. Is it I like because her. you kind of relate to her character a little bit? Um, she she definitely does things to me, not like in the weird <laughs> way. Like watching her makes me feel like, oh my god, that's me. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> that was that was uh, an interesting choice <laughs> of words. She, some she, good words were used there. Some good words. Definitely does things to me. But yeah, yeah, I definitely see some stuff there. Yeah, yeah. I kept thinking about that. I was like, oh, I wonder if Andres is gonna, uh, you know, make uh, a connection and fall in love. I was gonna. I'm just gonna see himself in this because she's the addict. And, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But she's an addict that gets better. So yeah. we're clearly not like. No, you you get better every once in a while. That's, <laughs> uh, and uh, but they're like you're gonna be amazing now. Yeah, you think she's gonna be amazing. Yeah, I mean it's Emma Stone. You know? <laughs> she's good. I like her a lot. I've, I've, I've met her. I didn't meet her. That's I saw crazy. her. I That's saw her crazy. with my own eyes. Yeah, Emma Stone's great. First Oscar nomination for her. Pretty sure. Yeah. No. Yes. Yeah. But she was in the help. You know the help? No. You know the one where it's like, we're going to teach black people how to be free? Uh, <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Um, wait, wait, wait. Who won this year for uh, supporting actress? Yeah. Uh, boyhood. Patricia Arquette. Nah. I haven't seen it, but nah. You don't even know who Patricia Arquette nah. is? Nah. Uh, she's the girlfriend of Little Nikki. No. <laughs> um, yeah, I'm so sure won that for sure. Um, uh, Michael Keaton. Amazing. Yeah. Great. Fantastic. <laughs> is the uh, what other movies have you seen him in? I don't know. What's he got? Well, Batman. I've never uh, seen it. Multiplicity. Never seen it. There's um, 
Uh, Mr. Mom. Never heard of it. A spotlight. Child <laughs> uh, of the Child Seven. He's in that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember, he's the Eternal Attorney General. Is he? All right, all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah. Um, he's he's in Minions apparently. Yeah, he's like uh, there's a dad character. No, he's one of the Minions. <laughs> you know what I love about his performance in this? What? Because you know how the character is not supposed to be a good actor. Yeah. And he does not act well in the during the play scenes. Did you know that? Did you know that he didn't? That he was giving a bad performance on the play scenes? It's definitely not the same performance he's giving other places, yeah. 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 Because it's like, this guy doesn't know how to act. He's just like, what the, 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 you know? The, the, the. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then at the end, when everyone's like, oh my God, he's so good. He's brilliant. Uh, he's acting. You know, he's not, I guess the character isn't acting. Right? Yeah. yeah. Like, like, it's a lot more naturalistic. I really like the scene when he's in his underwear. Oh yeah, that one oh, was yeah. that one was crazy. I was not expecting that to happen. <laughs> uh, um, what an accident, huh? Can't yeah. Like <laughs> I have to walk, and everyone, the guy's asking for an autograph. He's like, "Oh man, you rule, man!" Yeah. It's like, don't be a dick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like you see a guy in his underwear, man. Let the guy go. <laughs> he's always got things he has to do right now. Uh, what's next? Cinematography. Um, very pretty, bunch of pretty lights and stuff when they're backstage and stuff. Yeah. I like that a lot. The use of the lighting in this is really pretty too. When they're at the bar, just backstage in general, like it's very soft. It's um cozy lighting. Yeah, yeah. Uh, it's it's um, it's like a warmness. Yeah, yeah. Which is interesting because, you know, it's not a very warm movie. Yeah, you know. Yeah. It's like so like the I feel like the movie should feel warmer, right? Like he's following his dreams. This is this is he's he's making it. This is it. Yes, but things are like he says his things are falling apart. Every, there's always like a fire every night. Yeah. Not like an actual fire, but like something something yeah, bad something happens bad every happens, night. Yeah. And you know, it's like it's a it's like conflicting cuz yes, he's he's finally making it. But it's so hard <laughs> and it never goes right. It's the reality of chasing your dreams. I, I guess. guess so, huh? Yeah. But, you know, it's not like an uncomfy thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, he, has I mean, put, he has put out of his comfort zone in order to follow his dreams. Yeah. But, but, you know. Everyone is. The difference between this and Amor is Paris. And you saw some of Babel. I showed you like a little montage video of Babel. Yeah, Babel has really pretty lights and stuff. Not yeah. lights, because it was the sh- the sh- shots you showed me were outside, but very pretty colors because yeah. it was like the sun setting or rising. I don't know which one mm-hmm. it was. It was all blue and pretty. Mm-hmm. So those those look similar. Yeah, Amores Peros does not look like this. No. Uh, so there's like a uh, uh, he switched cinematographers. And he got one that knows um, how to make things pretty. <laughs> the first one was Rob uh, Rob. Roberto Prieto or something like that. He's Mexican. Yeah. Even though that sounds Italian. Um, and now he's Martin Scorsese cinematographer. Mm, okay. So he's mo- he moved up in the world. <laughs> yeah, a real yeah, fancy guy. And, I mean, more importantly, he's shooting Barbie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, and then he changed it to uh, Emmanuel Lubeski, nicknamed Chivo. Cool. Cool. Was, uh, friends with Alfonso Cuaron first sort of came up together they were in uh, the same film school 
And then they both got kicked out. Nice. Because they kept making short films in English. What? They kept making short films in English. And they're like, you're supposed to be making them in Spanish. And and then eventually they just kicked them out. They kicked them out. <laughs> <laughs> all right. I mean, I guess that's on them. They told you you make them in Spanish and you kept, kept doing it in English. Mm-hmm. So. Uh, yeah. And then, you know, he, uh, they, I mean, obviously they, they came up. Yeah. He did a great job. Uh, and then he switched with him. Why? I don't know. Because he's like, I need a new style. You know, I need a new everything. Yeah. 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 Um, why is his name Chivo? Nobody knows. <laughs> Not even Alfonso Coron knows. He says that by the time he met him, he that was, was already, already his name. That was already his name. Right. Yeah. My mom says, probably just because he looks like a goat. <laughs> like, there's no, like, logical reason. For Maybe he's just good at eating things, and they just gave him that name. Yeah. And then he won the Oscar for Birdman. Nice. And he had won the Oscar the year before for Gravity. He won consecutive, and then and then not to spoil it for you, but he won again the the year after this. For what? You'll see. All right. All yeah, right. the movie we're covering next, obviously. <laughs> that was like the next year. Yeah, that was the next year. Really? Yeah, that's crazy. Back to back, maybe. Yeah, that's crazy. Well, he was setting up Revenant, right? And Revenant had like a trouble thing. It was like this, like a whole problem with it. And then he's like, well, I'm going to make this first. Because this took like a month to shoot. And Zach Galifianakis said that. He said it it took four weeks. And that's a third of the time that it usually takes to make a movie. And this is three times better than any movie I've ever been in. Yeah, that's crazy that they did so fast. I guess. You have to. Yeah, I guess you have to when when the shots are are like that. Yeah. That's crazy, though. (laughs) That's crazy, though. Can't, Can't mess up once. That. Yeah, like like when you're watching it, the the amount of skill that it takes to make this a movie like this, it's not apparent right away. But when you start thinking about like, yeah, these guys can't make a single mistake, yeah. it's like, wow, man, that's. And when they do, they have to start over. Yeah. like ten minutes back. Right? Yeah. So it it's it is very skillful art here. Yeah. Being shown off. What do you think is more impressive? Between? This, or making a movie over the course of twelve years. <laughs> I don't know, man, this, I think. You think so? Yeah. You think so? Yeah, because, you know, you could have the camera rolling for 12 years. That doesn't mean the all this um, all this skills going into it, though. But also, it's sort of a similar thing. You can't go back. That is true. <laughs> but, 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 in, in boyhood, if they mess up, it's not like, it's not like, like they can just they be f- like, let's just do that part again. Yes. Yeah. Like if they just flub a line. Yeah. They'd be like, okay, hold up. Let's yeah. Just, so yeah. it's not it's not the same skill level being used. It's yeah. the only difference is it's they're more patient over there. <laughs> good, good for them. Yeah. <laughs> and I mean, it's not like that was the only thing he was doing. He did that for like maybe one month out of the year. Yeah. Right. It's like it's like the whole movie's like one year continuously. Yeah. No offense to I'm not not to belittle. Link later. I'm belittling. That was an <laughs> awful idea. Why would you spend yeah. 12 years on a movie? You like Link later, yeah? Who is he? He did the Before trilogy. Hey, what? I love that yeah. guy. And School of Rock. Uh, I mean, okay. <laughs> School of Rock's cool. I liked it when I was a kid. Well, anyways. Um, yeah, that's not what we're talking about right now. Yeah, cinematography. You think there's a rawness to this movie? Raw? In the cinematography. 
You know how we talked about with Amor's Paris? Um, in a different sense, because it does feel like a real theater. Um, like a real theater. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like I got that feeling of being backstage and actually how it looks like and stuff. Yeah. Um. Uh, what do you think about like all the movement? Uh, you think you feel like you're there? You feel like the camera is the character? Yeah. Yeah. It definitely adds to it. it makes you feel like you're actually there. Yeah, for yeah. sure. There's like moments where like, you know, like in Amoris Paris, like the camera would just go like, whoa, like lean in, lean. Yeah. Yeah. There's like moments of that where it just goes. Whoa. Very intimate. Yeah. Um, I feel like the camera work is way better in this though. The framing, like there's never like these super annoying close up shots of faces. Yeah. So good. Good thing he he's done with that. Good for him. I hated that. <laughs> yeah. Um, the way things are centered in this is good. Yeah, there's a lot of like when he's entering that um, liquor shop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. There's all those those string up light things. Yeah, I guess the little chilies. Yeah. Yeah. Very New Mexico that. Yeah, that part looked cool. Yeah. Actually, there's a video called "The Most Beautiful Shots Ever." And uh, the shots in there. Nice. It is, a, it is a good one. I do like that a lot. Yeah. What else? Um. What well, oh, It's very pretty. Yeah. Lights. It centering. It's a. Uh, I mean there's. Uh, what do you think about that sort of fisheye? Thing they have going? Yeah. That's that's very um, Chivo. So that's that's sort his of, thing? So yeah. That's kind of his trademark. Okay. Um. I don't dislike it. It adds something to it. I just don't know what necessarily. It's like looking at a fishbowl. Yeah. I guess I guess it's like an uncomfortableness, you know? Yeah. 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 Like you're looking at something you're not supposed to be looking like. You're supposed to let these guys be. They're just being... They're just living life. Yeah. 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 That's, that's yeah, good. Like a fishbowl yeah. thing. Don't tap the glass, you know? Uh, Leave those guys alone. <laughs> I guess that also puts more in the frame. Yeah, yeah, that too for sure. You see more mm-hmm. stuff going on. Yeah, not even going on, just more stuff because the 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 sets are nice. Yeah, like things aren't going off aside from what we're supposed to see, but it's nice to see the whole thing. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Have you seen uh, uh, the Tree of Life? No. What about uh, Amsterdam? He shot Amsterdam, by the way, Chivo. Amsterdam? Yeah. Like the movie that just came out? Yeah. No, not yet. <laughs> he took a break. I think after the revenue, he took like a really long break. <laughs> Anyways, uh, yeah, cinematography good. Yeah, very pretty. Well deserved win. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Would you rather have this or the Grand Budapest? Uh, I think this, honestly. Yeah. Yeah, I think so. All right, all right. All right. What about original screenplay? What got nominated that year? Uh, the Grand Budapest Hotel. What else? Is that the only one I know? Uh, let me see real quick. Uh, Boyhood, Nightcrawler, Foxcatcher. What were we talking about? Screenplay? Yeah. Nightcrawler was cool. Nightcrawler, yeah. Um, this though, I think. Really? I think so. You like this more than Grand Budapest? I think so. I think this might be my movie of the year for that year. Really? Yeah. Over Whiplash too. Yeah. What do you think about the score? The music? Oh my God, it's sick. I love it a lot. You know what? I was thinking while watching this, this is like music they would play at a place where you have like slam poetry. 
<laughs> it's like very jazzy. Yeah. 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 yeah definitely some of that. Uh, I think it's anxious. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> like slam poetry. Slam, po- slam poetry is anxious. Yeah. Is it just because you don't want to be there? Is yeah, for is... sure, dude. <laughs> Not to hate on people who like slam poetry, but you know. <laughs> yeah. No, I I do I hate people who hate like slam poetry. Have you seen Twenty Two Jump Street? <laughs> yeah. What's it? What, what's the name he says? What's that poem? He says? Um. Something ka Jessica. Yeah, like that. something like that. Yeah. Like, it's, I think it's like a dumb name, like <laughs> Tressica or something. <laughs> you know, that Tessica. <laughs> yeah dude I, uh, jesus that's a died, funny scene jesus died for our cynthia cynthia <laughs> it's cynthia <laughs> yeah anyways uh that's a funny scene yeah good good score you know yeah very good score and then there's parts where it's like kind of classical musical and and when it has those ones the lying is always really pretty and it's kind of an angelic yeah. it's really good really like when good. he first flies right and it's like yeah, he goes, music, I love that line. Yeah. Music. And then when he lands, he's like, stop music. Yeah. And he goes, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> like, um, why, why does he point to that guy when he tells him, when he says to stop the music? <laughs> like, if it's that guy, that guy do with on, it. Yeah. You know what I love in this part specifically? Like, in the titles? Is it Zelia? Yeah? Is it Escuchaba Bien? You know? He's speaking Spanish. Because he's Mexican, the score, the composer. Interesting. And then, like, the letters come up, it's like... Yeah. Um, I really like that part. The intro for this is really cool, yeah. This was uh, this was not nominated for an Oscar, by the way. That song specifically? No, no, no the score was The score at all? Yeah. I feel like it, it could totally. Yeah. You know you know why? Because we already had a jazzy one? Because it was deemed ineligible. What, what does that mean? It means it wasn't eligible. What does that mean? It means not, they said that I, it, it got disqualified, and I don't know why. Interesting. Okay. I think because um, there's a lot of classical music, you know, like when he's flying, and it's like da, da, that's that's not original. That's a classical yeah song, and I think they they like this isn't enough original or something like that. Okay. And like you can't, and everyone's like this is bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Yeah. There's that great moment though. Where they're walking and it's like they see the drummer. Yeah. And you're like, I oh like my that. god, this is so mad out. Is that what you said? Is that what you said? No. I didn't say nothing, but that part was cool. And they <laughs> just showed the drummer actually playing. Yeah, it's crazy, man. It's like, wow, this movie's artsy. <laughs> yeah. I think yeah. At, I think at that point my mom was like checked out. And I was like, what? What is this trash? <laughs> Where are the superheroes at? I was told this was a superhero movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, is that it for score? Yeah, it's real good. Liked it a lot. Uh, editing? You know, it's meant to all look like one shot. Yeah. And that's really sick. Good job for that, guys. It yeah. looks real good. I say it looks kind of choppy. Now, looking back now, obviously. I don't know. I feel like if I would watch this completely... Um, with an unbiased opinion about that without having been told anything no even now i still think it feels real smooth to me really yeah i still think so i think uh, well i would i wouldn't have paid as much attention so i feel like it would have even felt even smoother without knowing anything you know yeah i think post uh 1917 though i'm like that one was so smooth so good yeah yeah (laughs) it's not it's not as good as 1917 yeah and i don't know if we're ever gonna do that again Probably not. Because that was like, oh my God. That was a once in a lifetime. 
but and, but and, you guys are all liars. There's a cut in that one, so whatever. Cut in this one, right? No, there's no cuts. Because he shoots himself, and then it goes. It's that montage, and you see the jellyfish. You're right. You see the jellyfish. What is the jellyfish supposed to mean? It's um, it's a symbolism about how he wanted to kill himself. And also, what does it mean that? What's the virtue of ignorance here? Here? Yeah, it's because he doesn't know anything about Broadway. Hmm. I you know. I think that's what the reviewer meant, right? Yeah. But also, what does that mean? Broadly. Well, you know, ignorance is bliss. Not necessarily in, not necessarily ignorance is bliss. But when you don't know how things are supposed to be done and you do it your own way, it might. It's better or sort of the better. Not so. Not necessarily always. But it's you okay. can, you can, it can be, what's the word, Innov- innovative? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where yeah. You, you can make these brand new things. And that's, that's kind of what he did, right? Like, that's, that's what the review's saying. Mm-hmm. But, yeah yeah, 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 yeah. He spilt his own blood for yeah. our art. Did they expect him to do that every time? <laughs> yeah. Um, going back to score, do you know what won? Whiplash? No. What was it? Uh, the Grand Budapest. I feel like we talked about that during Whiplash, and I just forgot. Yeah, yeah. Grand Whiff is really good. I feel like Whiplash. I don't think Whiplash was nominated. Really? Yeah. Okay. Because that was like existing jazz music. Oh, here it is. Uh, Grand Budapest Imitation Game, Interstellar, Mr. Turner, and the Theory of Everything. All right. Side of those ones, probably Grand Budapest. Grand Budapest, yeah. Not Interstellar, you know. Um, I don't remember the soundtrack for Interstellar. Really? Yeah. You want to hear it? Sure. Yeah, put something on. Maybe you'll be like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." Yeah, remember you saw it in your class? Yeah, I watched it in class. I remember the movie. I just don't remember the soundtrack. I remember the ticking. Was that part? That's that's part of the soundtrack, right? There's a yeah. song where it just continuously ticks. Is that the one? Yeah, it's the one. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's a bop. That's cool. I like that. Yeah. Grand Blue Pistol, though. All right. But if this one was nominated. This, I think I prefer this. Yeah? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Awesome. All right. So that's. I think that's that's it. Do you have anything else you want to add before we uh, score? Um, I don't think so. You'd, think, you'd have this one picture. Yeah. Over Grand Poopers. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. What'd you give this? A five out of five. Really? It's a masterpiece. Masterpiece. Mwah. Absolutely, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it a lot. I think I'd give it a four and a half out of five. Yeah. Twitter be damned. Did you give Gone Girl a 5 out of 5? Yeah. Is that what you're telling me? Yes. I'm pretty sure I gave Gone Girl a 5 out of 5 when I saw, put it on Letterboxd. It's good. Yeah. It's good. It's good. It's a good year, you know? Yeah. Yeah. A bunch of good stuff that year for sure. Yeah. You know, I mean, even like Interstellar, which is, I think, people consider kind of one of Nolan's weakest. Still pretty good. Yeah. I like it. Yeah. I guess that's out of the Revenants next. Are you excited for that? Yeah. Yeah. I think I really like this guy. Have you seen anything from it? I've st- I know there's a bear. <laughs> have you seen the bear scene? No. I, I don't think I've actually seen that scene. I've seen the way um, Leonardo DiCaprio looks in it with his hair. With his hair and he gained weight. And yeah, yeah. Yeah. After that, uh, everyone says he's ugly now. <laughs> that movie ruined him? 
Yeah. Physically, too, I mean, demanding. Yeah. Yeah, you would have given Michael Keaton the, the best actor Oscar, right? For, for this year? For Birdman, yeah. What was nominated that year? What one? Uh, Stephen Hawking. Oh, that's right. We were just talking about that. Nah, that's boring for sure. Michael Keaton. Yeah, everyone is like, damn, he was robbed. And he was. And he was. And <laughs> yeah. he was sad about it. He put his little note yeah, away. Yeah, oh, poor man. guy. Anyways, uh, thanks for listening. Good night. I love you guys.